Sorry, I am functioning on very little sleep this morning. Happy Monday, ladies and gentlemen. And welcome to the Couch Time Podcast, where we give you tools to connect with your students and point them to Jesus. I'm Josh, and I'm here with Stephen and Aaron. And today we're going to be talking about a few things that your student needs you to say to them. Mm. Uh this really the the goal of this podcast this morning is just to remind you parents about the importance of what you say and we're going to give you some specific things to say mm. um just some specific encouragement or ideas so you know uh happy world adoption day uh that's that's today if you're listening to this on November 9th and as I was thinking about adoption, I was thinking just about how one of the things that I know many adoptive uh, students face is just identity. And what is my identity? Who am I? All these different things. And then I had this thought, what person doesn't struggle with identity, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, guys, let, let's, let's kind of talk about identity for a minute and then will go into what things parents can say to their kids to really reinforce their identity. So what is identity and what does the Bible say about how we get it? Um, I I dropped my Apple Pencil. Way to go. I'll get in a second. But according to Oxford, says the fact identity is the fact of being who or what a person or a thing is. Thank you, Stephen. So... I don't know. I have some examples, but f- from your guys' perspective, from what you remember about what Scripture says, like, how, what is identity, and how how do we how do we get this thing called identity? Um, I would say that identity is where people find meaning and purpose, and yeah. where they they look for validation. Yeah, which yeah. could be which could be anything. Totally. Yeah. Right. That that would probably be like their identity or what what they mm-hmm. identify in or how they view themselves. I mean, ultimately, we know that all people are made in the image of God. Yeah. Um, so their identity is um, image bearers of God. Right. Now, not all people are children of God. So then then you get into like another level of identity when someone puts their faith in Christ, has been forgiven, redeemed, saved. Now their identity is a as a child of God. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, your identity is given by God as an image bearer and then as a child of God, um, or an enemy of God, like yeah. one one or the other, I guess. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I mean, the Bible talks all about, you know, like you were saying, Genesis one, that we humans are created in the image of God. Um, in Genesis 17, you know, like Abraham was given a new name and a job, like a role, a purpose. Um, so we went from Abram to Abraham. Um, and that's something God gave to him. He told him that, um, you know, God has to keep reinforcing to Israel throughout the Old Testament. This is who you are. This is who you are. And Isaiah 43 talks about, like, you you are my people. Um, and then just even with Christians, you know, Galatians 4, uh, Ephesians, the whole book of Ephesians is like an identity thing. Um, but over and over in the Bible, the Bible talks about that God gives us identity Mm. um now here's the question why do students struggle with identity what 
you think? I think, um, you know, I don't know if you guys agree with this or not. Uh, but I think identity has to do with maturity. Hmm. Um, and, you know, there's times in my life, even as an adult, even as a, you know, pastor, you know, on staff at a church, I, I've wrestled with. Like, what am I doing? Like, I'm in a circumstance, you know, situation. Things are either gray or foggy for whatever reason. You know, that could be because of sin. That could be because of other people's sin. That could be because of just, you know, I'm tired. I'm going too quick, you know, and I'm I'm not sure what's going on. Or um, people are looking to me for things that I don't know the answers to. There's all kinds of reasons why. Um, and I think that I have to wrestle and go to where I know I can find the answers about who I am and what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And that that's me knowing those things and doing the work. There's a lot of people that don't know where to go, so they're searching mm-hmm. where to go to find those answers. And children and teenagers, a lot of them, like, first of all, that aren't Christians, like, they don't know where to go. They're looking all kinds of places to find the answers to those questions. Um, So, yeah, I think it's a maturity thing. I'd say, too, in in this American culture, in this, like, more and more global culture, Mm. you're seeing, as a student, so many different types of people, so Mm -hmm. many different worldviews, so many different perspectives, so many different options, so many different possible which one's outcomes right? which one, yeah. of your life choices that you could pursue things you could not pursue you can learn about anything on youtube like you have all these different um ideas and options constantly being information thrown at you, yeah influencers being thrown at you to where as a student you have to start deciding yeah what am i going to pursue what am i not where where am i going to put like my time where am i not um is family important is family not like all mm-hmm. these different things and i think that's just a result of you know, a long, long time ago, if all you ever knew was your town, your city, your family, yeah. like a lot of your identity is just like there's not many things to choose or to yeah. think about. Like you're you going to be what a your farmer, parents, yeah, you know, because your, parents, your family's a farmer. And yeah, 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 your yeah. dad is ingraining things. Like you're, you know, mm-hmm. what you're going to be, what you're going to grow up. You're probably going to have the same beliefs as them mm-hmm. about spiritual things. Yeah. A lot of times about non-spiritual, and so it's like it is much simpler. Now, as you get more perspective, students have to wrestle through that themselves, and they need someone to help guide them and mm-hmm. to help direct them and to help lead them to what God says about them through Scripture, or else they're going to be tossed and turned. Yeah, something else that's coming to mind right now that, yeah, that's really, really good, Stephen, and it made me think of, you know, parenting my kids, and sorry, stop me if I'm talking too much. But it's parenting my kids. I have three daughters, seven, five, and three by the end of the year. By December, that's what they'll all be, ages. And people ask me, well, why do you parent your kids the way they do? It's like, you know, my older daughter, she's way more mature than the others, you know, partially by age, but also just because of how she thinks. So I will talk through things with her totally different than I talk through with the youngers, whereas the youngers, I'm trying to teach them the way to think whereas my oldest it's you know she's thinking differently and i like that's okay i want to help her learn how to think differently um you know so it's you know parents can raise their kids to to think the way we do do the things we do you're gonna you're gonna be in this occupation you're gonna go to college for this reason you're gonna go to this college because that's where your grandfather went that's where Mm -hmm. i went it's like 
you know, you could do it that way or it's, you know, let's talk about it. Here's the different options. Where do you want to go? Like, why would you want to do that? You know? Um, so it's, yeah, I think it has to do with, uh, I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm just thinking out loud right now. No, but I, I think you're right though. There, there are different ways of, uh, like every, every student's different. Um, and you are going to have to kind of engage with them in different ways. But again, with what you were saying, Stephen, like, I love that you were use the word more complex mm-hmm. because that that's a hundred percent of what it is. There's just so many things coming at students. Um, and like, again, th- so one of the things I, I have been thinking about with identity is, you know, it's identity is given, but it also has to be received. And like what you were saying, Stephen, like with all these different things, it's really hard to know what to receive mm-hmm. and it can be easy for students to go to this thing, then this thing, then this thing, then this thing, because it's like there's so many different options. And so what do you focus on? What do you highlight? And they're not content yes. with, you know, you, you can talk about that a little bit, but with like being content with your identity and always thinking that there's something better out there than what you've been given. Right, mm-hmm. right. So it's like, yeah, it's so ultimately, you know, God has given us specific things regarding our identity. Mm-hmm. Whether we choose to value that, whether we choose to live in th- out of that identity, that's a that's a whole different conversation. And throughout the Bible, people always went to kind of what was most attractive to them. Sometimes just what they were pressured into. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, pe- the people of God they worshipped idols instead of the God who kept bringing them out of Egypt, out of this situation, this situation, into the promised land, the the God who was, they were, they had their whole, their whole system, their whole way of living, even, even the way their week was structured to worship God. And yet, even the people of God kept going away from him. Um, and so like, you know, it, Culture obviously was a huge thing that influenced the people of God, and apparently nothing's changed. So, <laughs> you know, I don't think so. <laughs> right. So, like, what can parents actually say to their kids? So, one of the things God does over and over throughout the Bible, and actually, I want to specifically read this w- these few verses from Isaiah forty three. Um, shout out to Dwell Bible App; they have a playlist called identity in christ and this is uh this is some of the first verses in that playlist and one of the so this is from isaiah 43 now this is what the lord says to the one who created you jacob and the one who formed you israel do not fear i have redeemed you i have called you by name you are mine i will be with you When you pass through the waters and when you pass through the rivers, they will not overwhelm you. You will not be scorched when you walk through the fire, and the flame will not burn you. For I am the Lord your God. I am the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I have given Egypt as a ransom for you and Cush and Seba in your place. Because you are precious in my sight and honored, and I love you, I will give people in exchange for you and nations instead of your life so god keeps telling his people over and over again this is who you are this is your my this is your relationship with me 
are there specific things you guys feel like parents could tell their kids? Obviously, we we uh, words are crucial, and and actions you have to act on what you say. Those things have to mesh. But what are the specific things? What are specific uh, tools that we can give parents to actually say to their kids to reinforce identity? What do you guys think? I think you know that passage in Isaiah forty three, but all over Scripture. Um, I mean, John 3.16 is one of the most well-known verses, but it is at the core of the entire gospel story because the gospel story exists because God loves us. Mm -hmm. And so I I think the best thing the parents can do is first and foremost tell them that you love them. Yes. You know, and have that be an ongoing thing. Like, your kids need to know that you love them, whether they're adopted Mm -hmm. uh, or they're biological kids. It's like, Mm -hmm. tell them that you love them. Yep. And tell them regularly. They need to know that. Um, Secondly, they need to know how much God loves them. So whether they've accepted Christ as their Savior or they haven't, I think that God loving them is so foundational to... um, to our identity yeah. being in him yeah. um and so it's it just they have to remember it and mm-hmm. so i think you're in a position as a parent to remind them and so i think a l- i don't know steve and josh if you guys experience this but the kids really hate it when i start you know when we're hanging out i often will take stuff back to you know god like oh aaron's just always being serious you know <laughs> talking about god stuff or bible stuff you know bringing stuff back to god yeah. and it's like and how much god loves them and god cares because yeah. he loves you and so I think as often as you can, bring it back to that point. Yeah, God loves good. them. That's good. Yeah, I think using, I mean, even just using that passage, I think as a as an outline for mm-hmm. for different things. So it started off by saying that, like, read it, read the first like two verses. Yeah. Um. So this is what the Lord says: the one who created you, O Jacob, the one who formed you, O mm-hmm. Israel. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Yeah, you are mine. I created you. Like. Um, I think even as parents, those things apply of like, you're my, you're my kid, like, and I love you. You're mine. Mm-hmm. Like I, I value you. I, i want to remind you how much I care for you and have created you, um, different, uh, different things. Like, yeah, you, I think you said this, but there's, there's nothing you could do that would make me love, that would make me love you less. Yes. And then back that up when they do things that would normally make people love them less. <laughs> like, yes. um, yes. letting them know things like that, letting them know that you're here for them no matter what they do, no matter where they go, no matter what decisions they make. Um, and then be calm in moments when you yeah. may not be. And I think kind of like what you're saying, I had a friend who he always asked his son, he'd be like, Hey, Hey Benny, who are you? And his son mm-hmm. would say, I'm a child of the King. And, and he goes, and a child of the king doesn't act like a commoner. Is what is what mm. he he'd always say. That. He said, "I'm a child of the king. A child of the king doesn't act like a commoner." He's like four years old. He had like this little thing memorized. But his awesome. dad was like ingraining in him as at a young age. Yeah. His identity is that he's a child of the king. Yep. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, as parents, like you will have to keep helping your student navigate through their identity crisis that they're going to continue to go through as they get older, and reminding them, um, like Simba, who yes. are you? Like you are my son, and yes. and reminding them that. Um, one, they are your son or daughter, but also they're made in the image of God. And if they're a follower of Christ, they're a son or daughter of the king. Mm. And that has real implications with how you live, with how you go through hard things, with how you um, interact with people, with how you suffer, with how you have joy. Like, And all of those situations are opportunities for you 
to point them back to yeah. their identity, whether it's a really crappy time or a really good time, whether it's a time with a lot of friends and holidays or not, like normal mundane, like all of those times are opportunities for you to take moments to remind them of how good God is, remind them that mm. you're his, remind them what all he's done for his people over yeah. and over again through, yeah. throughout scripture. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes. So I think the the last thing I would even add to is, is just the, like, I am here for you. I, like mm. over and over throughout the Bible, God has this call to his people to come back to him to you know he through Jesus he's giving he's given us like unhindered access to himself and so um I, I would just encourage you like you know not only should you tell your student I am glad you're mine there's nothing that you could ever do that would make me love you less and that I'm here for you I think not only that, I want to encourage you, like, wrestle with that yourself. Because mm. I think the more you can live into your identity in Christ, for sure, the the more you're going to represent the Father to yeah. your kids. Yeah. Um, it has to start, you know, with you yeah. modeling for them. Um, you're painting the direction where they're going to go. Something that occurred to me while you were talking is, uh, you know, Jesus came through and— um, you know, Stephen, like you're saying, that dad, with he's teaching him. Yes. You know, it's like you're a child of the king. Okay, but what gets powerful is when Jesus shows up and shows you that you're a part of the king mm -hmm. because of how he loves you. So mm -hmm. that's what he did when he entered the world. Everybody yes. thought that, like, this prophesied Messiah and love and what is this and being religious. And then Jesus says, no, no, I'm going to show you true religion. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show you true um what it looks like to know God and yeah. to love God and to obey God, it's to love and care. So yeah. tell them you love them yeah. and then show them you love them. Yes. Like, so what does it look like for you to love your kid, you know, mm -hmm. um, and consider how does Christ love you? Yep. And the yeah. last, last thing I'd say is that, you know, patience um, when it's mm. not being reciprocated <laughs> is like, I mean, think about the, the people a, yeah. of Israel, how often like yeah. God was saying, you're mine, you're mine. Don't go here. Don't go Hundreds here. of years. And just like over, like they just yeah. kept doing it. And they there'd be yeah. times when they'd come back and they'd rejoice and they'd repent. And then there'd be times that they fall away again. It's like that's going to happen with your kids and just keep being persistent to keep being there for them. Keep telling yes. them you're here for them and pray and hope that one day yeah. they'll take you up on that yes. and they'll yeah. come back to you. Yes. I, I say this, and this is the last thing I'll say, yeah. and I'll shut my mouth. <laughs> but I tell parents um, – you know, I get emotional thinking about it because it's it's personal for a few reasons. But um, there is one thing that your kids will remember when by the time they turn 18 and you're done with them. They will either know that you love them or not. Mm -hmm. So everything you do, it's like have the goal in mind that when, when they finish their time with you, they'll always be your kids. But it's like you, you're, you've got them till they're 18 and then they become independent or, you know um, – they might live in your basement until they're 40. I don't know. But it's show them that you love them. Yeah. You've got one shot to do that now, to, mm -hmm. to, to show them and tell them that you love them. Yeah. And yeah. it's regardless of how they turn out. It's regardless of whether they listen or, or follow Christ or not. So Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, so again, words are crucial, and so are the actions that back up those words. So both are needed. Um, we love you guys. May the Lord encourage strengthen and guide you in your parenting journey. Happy adoption day.